listening to In the Trench. Welcome, Welcome back, back to, to season, season three of In the, the Trench. Look at the camera next time. <laughs> anyway, um, we just had. Okay, hold on, hold on. We can't start season three like this. Every episode, season one and season two, I've always said, "Oh my god, this is the coolest guys I've ever had." No, no, no. But no, this time, I'm being that. serious. Like, I'm, I'm serious every time when I say, "Oh shit, I just interviewed the coolest person," and then just for the next person to come on and me say the same shit again. This time, I mean, more like I don't know. This guy was bro. We we had Spencer Thomas on. Who, if you don't know who he is, he's actually John Cena's stunt double. He's been a stunt double for I believe he said seven years, and he's done countless movies with him. He, he's his stunt double during Peacemaker. Um, by the way, if you haven't seen Peacemaker yet, definitely watch it. That shit's fucking good, and it was an awesome, awesome episode. What do you think? I, Nicole was fangirling the whole time. She doesn't even fangle over comic book stuff. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't like DC and all like Marvel stuff is not my thing. But this particular like person, I guess, was so easy to talk to. He was so fun. Look at the camera. I'm sorry. He was so fun. So easy to talk to. And we actually watched Peacemaker because like we were like, you know, what, we're interviewing this guy. Let's watch Peacemaker, like catch up, see what's going on. And by watching like the episodes, which were so good, by the way, I was like, there's no way this guy did all the stunts in the show. Like, it was just crazy. If you did watch Peacemaker, you know, that's uh, episode two. There's a there's a balcony scene. That was all him. That shit had us like, what the fuck? That's so cool to know. Anyway, I'm, I'm not going to do what I did in season one and season two, which is where I make the intro super long. But again, Spencer. Dude, you were fucking rad, bro. I can't wait to have you back on. Can't wait to see any more of your projects. Um, they're currently filming a movie, both of them, in Colombia, my motherland, like I said last episode. So can't wait to see that. Um, just really quickly, thank you to Mini Activewear and Hillbilly Ice Tea for sponsoring this episode. And enjoy the episode, guys. I like that uh, Majin Buu beanie. Hey, appreciate it. Actually, <laughs> I just got back from the gym, and this is my lucky gym beanie. Nice, man. That's what I wear. You're a Dragon Ball fan? Oh, yeah. I grew up watching Dragon Ball Z. Hell, yeah. You watch any Super or not? Uh, a little bit. I couldn't. I, I didn't quite get into it, and the dub thing drives me crazy, so I had to wait till it came out in English. Yeah. <laughs> and you're currently, you said you're in Colombia, right? Yeah, we're in Colombia right now filming a, filming a movie. Can you tell us what movie it is, or is it under wraps? Yeah, it's called Freelance. Uh, it's an action okay. comedy okay. Um, with Allison Brie and John Cena, and uh, I think it's a Netflix thing, so it should be out uh, sometime by the end of the year. Uh, super dope. I told her. Yeah. I told my partner and girlfriend, who um, she's the manager of the show. She, <laughs> I told her you guys were in Colombia because I'm actually from Colombia. Oh no way! Yeah, what part of Colombia yeah, are you guys yeah. filming in right now? Uh, we're in Bogota. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm from Cali. I don't know if you know what that is. But okay. A little north. I've, of, I've heard of it. Yeah, it's north of Bogota. That's dope. And uh, are there any crazy stunts for this movie? Or? There's a couple. Uh, there's a couple crazy things going on. We got a lot of horse riding, and uh, uh, we got a Black Hawk helicopter, and all kinds of crazy stuff going on. So it should be fun. That's super sick, man. I, yeah. I've, been, I've been brushing up because I. I I knew of you, but I didn't know your name, obviously, before um, I actually saw you. I, I believe IGN posted your name. And I was like, oh, really? shit. Yeah, IGN posted your story that you posted. 
They no repos- yeah, they reposted your selfie with the Peacemaker costume. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, because they're like, well, John Cena is this huge dude. Who the hell is going to be his his stunt double? It has to be equally as huge. That's sick. That's awesome. But um, I saw that. I'm like, oh, fuck. This is like a perfect guest for my podcast. I'd be so super dope to get someone on like that. Because I'm, I'm personally a, a film major myself, right? So like I'm, I'm, I'm into all of all of this and every aspect of it from the animation to the stunt, stunt, um, stunt performances, like it all catches my eye. I know yeah. you were, you were quite the football athlete. Yeah, man. I played for shit, pretty much my whole, you know, whole life. I'd grown up elementary school, um, junior high school, college, and then, uh, even you know moved to LA and did acting for a couple of years and then moved back home and, and and went back to college to play football again and it just was one of those things where I kept attacking and going after it was like this is what I want to do and it just you know, uh, there was other plans for me so yeah um, it didn't didn't work out I got injured I got in fights I got in trouble um, and uh, and eventually got kicked off my football team and and ended up moving back to LA and that's when I got into stunts um, which is kind of funny uh, how that transition. How, how did that happen? Off you, my team. <laughs> yeah. How did you get into stunts? Is it because you got kicked off of your team? You know, I you know I always knew that um, if football didn't work out, I wanted to do film. My my um, my aunt and uncle at the time, like and I say at the time because they're divorced now, but uh, uh, my uncle wrote that '70s show, um, and they actually casted. Will Valderrama, they found, you know, Mila Kunis, they, they founded all these people. And, you know, I actually met them when I was a kid and watched the show progress over the years. And, um, you know, I was like, well, you know, I, I have connections in LA. Maybe, maybe if I move out there, I'll get some help and, you know, get into acting. And, you know, by the time I, I met my, my aunt and uncle had split and uh, I, uh, I got no help. <laughs> <laughs> so I was doing extra work and I was doing, you know, personal training and, you know, hustling, you know, doing bartending or whatever I could do to, to, to keep money on the table so I can keep auditioning. Um, and it just kind of became a thing where it's like, this is, it just became so frustrating, you know, constantly auditioning and, you know, getting doors shut in your face. And um, I was on set one day and, uh, you know, doing extra stuff, you know, supposed to be just passing by the cameras. And the, the first AD, first assistant director was like, hey, um, who can drive a Hummer? And I was like, shit, I can drive a Hummer and put me in you know, which should be a stunt. So in this scene, I'm driving, you know, through a tunnel in a caravan. I got five other guys behind me in Hummers and we're driving the actors into the scene and there's, you know, explosions going off and guys getting hit by cars. And I'm just like, holy shit, like, what are these guys doing? Like, I want to do what they're doing, you know, and just kind of, it, it lit up this spark in me. And I, I introduced myself to the stunt guys at lunch and just kind of connected with those guys. And, and uh, one of the guys, his name's Ilram Choi. Uh, invited me out he's like dude like you know come train with us come hang out come see what it's all about and so I trained with Ilram for probably like six months and he got picked up on a film Um, he's known for doing motion capture for all the Avatar movies Um, he did the first original Spider-Man movies Uh, Ilram's been around for 25 30 years and he's he's probably one of the best stunt performers uh, that's ever been out there you know so I didn't really know who I was getting mentored by at the time and so I had to look him up on, my, on IMDb and all of a sudden I was like, holy shit, like my coach is literally the guy, like the, the main <laughs> guy, you know, he's, he's the unknown stuntman, but he's the guy that, you know, everybody wants to be. So uh, that was kind of a, a cool, 
opportunity that I didn't even know I was having at the time until later. So, um, yeah, once he went away and, and I think he was doing like maze runner two and, and a bunch of stuff. And, uh, at the time, and I just kind of took it upon myself to continue, you know, pursuing stunts. I kind of put acting on the back burner and, um, did as much training as I could and gotten all the classes that I could, you know, tried to, you know, just learn, uh, learn on set, which is kind of a sketchy thing to do as a stunt guy, because you don't know what the situation is. You get on set and they're like, Hey, we're going to have you do, you know, uh, a ratchet, um, or, you know, you got to go off this air ram, which is like a hydraulic system that you step on. And if you step on it wrong, <laughs> you can break your legs. You can, you know, tossed in the ground, you can lose your teeth. Like there's all, all kinds of things that go wrong. And as a rookie stunt guy, you don't know these things unless you have somebody on set who's either understands where you're at and that you're trying to learn, or, you know, you fake the funk and you bullshit and you say, oh, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing, which a lot of guys do. And they end up um, getting a bad rep. So I was always super honest about my skill level and, and you know, what it was that my knowledge was, you know, of the stunt. And if there, if I didn't know what I was doing, I would ask questions. I would always, you know, kind of be like, Hey man, like give me some pointers. You know, I wasn't ever afraid to, to show that I didn't have the, the full knowledge and I would never say that I could do something that I couldn't, couldn't confidently do, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think I learned a lot just being on set, you know? Um, and I, before I was a stunt guy, I was an extra, I worked as a PA, I worked as an assistant cameraman, you know, I did some electrical stuff, like just kind of learned, trying to learn every aspect that I could and, and make money at the time. But what I didn't realize is that I was gaining all this knowledge of every department, you know? Um, and over the years, you know, you work closely with the wardrobe team and the hair team and the makeup team and the special effects, all these guys. So you, you get to learn um, if you pay attention every, you know, everybody's department what they do how important it is you know it's not just a, a one-man show it's not just the lead actor it's not just the director it's not just the stunt double it's everybody so it's been a cool experience man that's actually like insane the way you you, you described it so you went from being this crazy good football player to getting in a fight getting kicked off your team <laughs> and then kind of you kind of like realistically you 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 broke down the walls in hollywood to get your get your get your your entrance essentially because yeah get your break any way possible and how how'd you go from doing that type of stunt work to eventually what you've been john cena's double since what was it fast and furious or um i've been doubling john for seven years now so i the first movie i doubled john on was called the wall um, okay and that kind of just came about i was i was doing extra work and i got a call from casting uh, shout out to Brandy. I don't know if she's there anymore, but she's the one who gave me a call. And shout uh, out to Brandy. Like, hey man, yeah. She was like, "Hey man, like, I don't, uh, you know, I don't know any other guys that are built like you, but we got to double this big <laughs> actor, and um, I think you'd be great for it." So I went in and I did three rounds of auditions with uh, a couple other guys, did some fittings, um, and I ultimately got picked. And this this job was essentially it was extra work. It was me photo double body, body doubling John for um, this movie, The Wall, that we shot out in Palmdale for 17 days. It was in the desert. It was 120 degrees. You know, we're full on military suit uniform. Um, try, you know, just, just trying to knock this movie out. And anytime John, I, I don't want to spoil the movie, but John gets hurt early on in the movie. So a lot of it is him just laying there. Um, 
And so that was me laying in the sun, you know, laying in fire ants. And, you know, I had a helicopter fly over me, like 20 feet over the top of me. And what you don't realize about a helicopter is essentially it's a vacuum. If you're underneath it, it sucks all the air out of your lungs, which I didn't think about. I didn't, I didn't know this, you know? So I'm laying there trying to play dead, you know, and the helicopter's coming in for the rescue. And, it, and um, uh, I believe his name was Steve Conroy. It was the helicopter. Um, and he comes flying in. And we're in the desert. So he kicks up all this dust. It's total brown out. So he's got to come in and land. And he flies right over the top of me and just sucks all the air out of my lungs. So I'm trying to play dead and act like, you know, <laughs> you know, act like I'm, I'm, I'm down and uh, stay still. You've got sand in your face, dust going in your nose. And like, and finally, he lands, dust kind of clears. And I'm just, <laughs> you know, kind of laying there, like trying to catch my breath, but also be dead. Yeah. So it was kind of one of those things where it was like, holy shit, it was kind of an eye opener for me. Like, you know, you never really know when there's these big, these big things going on in production, you know, fire or helicopters or, you know, car flips, you know, anything could happen. And you kind of have to be prepared for anything and, and actually have been in that situation and know what the hell could happen. So, uh, but from that movie, I think I was 120 pounds. I've been dropping weight because. Um, when I was getting into stunts, everybody was telling me, you're too big, you're too big, you know, you're not going to find an actor you can double, there's no way, you know, I was 245 coming out of, of college uh, football, so I was just massive, you know, and um, eventually, you know, on that set, I met John that day, I was 120 pounds, because I was dropping weight, trying to trying to find an actor I could double. Wait, you and were 120 was, pounds? I was 100, or I'm sorry, I was 225. Okay, pounds. I was about to say. 225. <laughs> really so I was, I was two, 245 out of college. Okay. And then I had dropped to 220. Um, so I would, yeah. So, um, and I met John, he was 250. And I was just like, holy, holy shit, man. If I, you know, gain my weight back, I could literally double this guy. Like, this could be my guy, you know? And so that movie kind of just, it happened and, 17 days we shot it and me and John took a picture together. We, you know, he was super cool. Um, he gave me some advice that day where it was like, uh, you know, he said something about to change the way you think about money. We had talking about, I think we we're just talking about what it's, you know, how successful he was and, you know, how I'm trying to get, get there at that point at some time. And, you know, I'm just some nobody, some kid that he's met on set. And, you know, he's like, you know, he said, you got to change the way you think about money. He goes, if you're a person that lives paycheck to paycheck, it doesn't matter if you win the lottery tomorrow. He goes, you're still going to live paycheck to paycheck. That's why people are always, you know, they make all this money, you know, you hit, you hit a jackpot, whatever, your money's gone. He's like, um, you got to change your relationship and your thought process when it comes to money. Um, and that was, that I've, I've kind of carried that with me since, since that day of working with him where I'm like, oh, like, you know, you got you to gotta save your money. You can't be, balling out and buying expensive cars and you know all the all the nice things uh before you even say even have a house you know yeah so that was kind of like a realization for me where i was like okay you know and i had i hadn't been making that much money at that point in time until you know a couple of years later I'm, I'm rolling with john on film to film to film and i'm like okay i got good cash flow coming in but i've held true to that where i just i don't buy unnecessary things i don't have a i still have the same 2005 gt mustang back in my house <laughs> you know like i'm not i'm not that guy to go flex and you know buy watches and jewelry and all those things so um i learned a lot i've, I've learned a lot with, from john over the years but um after that movie uh in palmdale we kind of 
did like two commercials back to back together, um, which I just submitted for every time I'd see John was doing something, I'd submit for it and I'd get the role. And then a year later, um, he did Transformers Bumblebee and I got a call from um, the stunt coordinator, Mike Gunther. Um, and he was, he, you know, they were interested in me. They're like, you're the only guy that's doubled John Cena in LA. Um, that's kind of instruments and uh, we'd like to bring you on the film. So just from that first film, I got the referral to work on Transformers Bumblebee. And we did six months of shooting on that. And after that, a couple more commercials and, and then reshoots. And then from the reshoots of Transformers, John, you know, kind of said to me on set, he's like, Hey man, he's like, dude, we've been working together for quite a while now. How come you never asked me like for my info? How come like, what's your goal? What's your trying, what are you trying to do with your career? And I was like, well, shit, you know, cause when we were on set together, I'd just leave him alone. You know, I'd let him yeah. do his thing. I wouldn't fanboy the guy. I wouldn't, you know, you yeah. know, try and be his best friend. I just do my job, you know, let him chill and do his thing. And, and uh, eventually he was kind of like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> like yeah. we're together all the time. Say what's up, you know? And so he's like, is there something you want to ask me? And I said, well, I, you know, what's the next movie you're working on? Like, you know, what are you doing? Like, I, I want to be your stunt double. And he said, you know, well, we're going to China next. Uh, we're going to be doing a movie with Jackie Chan because I don't know if he's got his own guys for to double me, but uh, I'll keep you in the loop and I'll let you know. And so I was like, holy shit, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm down. Like, let's go to China. Let's make some, go to let's, China. Let's, let's, let's fight Jackie Chan, you know? So a <laughs> um, couple months go by and I don't hear anything and it's kind of like, what the fuck? So, and then all of a sudden I get this random email and, and, um, from China and it's the translator and she's negotiating rates with me. And it was kind of surreal. Five months later, I'm in China and I walked in the gym and John's standing there. He's probably 15 pounds lighter because it's, he's been working out for two months before I got there. It's, it's real hard to get the nutrition that, <laughs> that you need in China. Yeah. Um, at least where we were, it was very, uh, it's called Yin Chuan. It was super kind of rural. Um, but I walk into the Jackie Chan training facility and John's like, what the fuck are you doing here? You know, <laughs> I said, I told you, man, I'm here to be your devil. And uh, that movie hasn't come out yet. Unfortunately, it's been five years, but um, oh. I'm hoping, I hope, I'm hoping February, you guys get to see Jackie Chan and John Cena go at it. Is it going to so, be like a straight to um, streaming or is it going to be like select? TV? I think it might be a Netflix or a Hulu thing, but you know, okay. it's been so long. They're just trying to work out. I'm, I'm sure they're trying to work things out. So but so, um, so realistically, John Cena was kind of the one to rope you in for as much as you wanted oh, to be his stunt double. He kind of be like, you know, hey, yo, speak up. <laughs> yeah, man. He said uh, he said to me, he said, fortune favors the bold, you know, ask the hard questions. Um, and I was like, well, you know, can I can I work for you? Can I know? Can I be your guy? And he's like, well, you know, he kind of gave me the test. And, and um, China was the test. And we did six months there. And and. Uh, towards the end of the film, you know, we, 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 we got to fight Jackie Chan and we got to do all these crazy stunts, more stunts that I'd ever done in my career up until that point. And that was actually uh, the last fighting month. Jackie Chan though. Cause I know Jackie well, does his own stunts. Well, Jackie does a lot of his own stunts. Yeah, totally. And John does a lot of his own fighting too. Like when it comes to the fight stuff, he's all about it. He wants to do it. He's, he's in the guy, like will literally work on a fight and create a fight with the stunt team for, for two weeks and rehearse it over and over and over again until it's perfect to john for like 20 30 minutes and he he knows it like it's it's pretty incredible so it makes my job real easy because training actors sometimes is the easiest thing unless you've got like keanu reeves or somebody who's amazing 
with uh, with their craft or John Cena, you know. So um, he's really down to you know get in and do the hard work and do the training, but it doesn't take him long to memorize to memorize these complex moves. So a lot of the stuff, if you watch Peacemaker, you'll see pretty much all those fights are John. Yeah. Um, and you know, they'll pop me in for some stupid, you know, so I was going to ask you or... about that. I'm glad you, I'm <laughs> glad you brought up Peacemaker because yeah. believe it or not, I actually hadn't seen it. Um, until I saw your post IGN's post about you and I'm like, Holy shit, you know what? I'm going to watch it. Cause uh, I don't know if you know about the whole Snyder verse controversy, all that stuff that's happening kind of in the world of DC, there's like this civil war going on. So whether yeah. you support Zack Snyder, you're kind of not going to support anything else. So it was yeah. just like this whole civil war. Cause I'm a huge Snyder fan, but I'm also a huge James Gunn fan. Anything he does, I, I typically watch. And I'm like, Oh shit. I saw this guy. I'm like, all right, bet. I'm gonna watch, I'm gonna watch Peacemaker. So I watched all three episodes. I still haven't watched episode four yet, but I I've been dying to ask you because realistically episode two like a good part of it was just falling from the balcony was that you <laughs> that was me yes yeah we, we did a lot of balcony falling training and uh that those scenes kicked my ass they, yeah they were, I, they were I, it looked like it hurt um, yeah they hurt they hurt you know especially the one where i took it straight to the chest um, that was one of those stunts where you just got to commit and yeah. you just got to, you just got to go. I think were they did. padded or were you literally landing on concrete? The railing probably had um, probably a quarter inch of um, uh, padding, but, uh, and then I had like, um, what did I have underneath? I, th- I put like a chest plate into my chest cause I knew I was going to my sternum and I'd done it on rehearsal already without. So, you know, and I've, I've had a bruised sternum plenty of times before. Um, oh, so I, I was trying to avoid that. But, um, you know, it's one of those things where if you oversell it, you know, you're going to go to your ribs. And if you undersell it, you're going to go to your teeth. Um, so I was just trying to avoid that and hit the sweet spot. And luckily, the, the, the three times that I did it, it worked out. Yeah. So that's um, crazy. But I, you know, I had an amazing rigging team, my rigging team, uh, you know, it's one of those things where it's a happy medium. They got us. I'm on a wire on that just for safety. If I miss the railing and I plummet to the ground, they can stop me. But um, right at the last second, they, still a they'll 10 give foot me, free fall. Yeah, yeah, they'll give me um, a D cell right at the last second, so I don't okay. take the full body body weight impact. But it's one of those sweet moments where it's like, if they, if they give me too much, I'm not going to hit the red fall. If they give me uh, too little i'm gonna probably break my sternum so you know it's that sweet you know they have to time it perfectly and just by watching you got the you got the button and he hits the button he hits it again lets me hit and then releases me and i'm you know luckily it, it worked out but you can see in the in the, in the final take I, I i knocked the wind out of myself i was no I was it looked like it hurt uh, my yeah, so. my girlfriend she's over here freaking out low-key because yeah. it's super cool that you did that Go ahead, ask your question. She has a question. Oh, sure. I wanted to know the 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 season episode two. If that was you that went through the wall when she threw you through the wall. Yeah, that was me. That was you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was so. Yeah, man. Was that just like really really thin drywall, or was it like? So yeah, it's um it's a breakaway. It's a breakaway wall, and they just add a bunch of um, debris and things like that. And you know, we we got to test it a lot, and actually that was fun favorite stunts because you know you get a you get a hulk smash through stuff and that's kind of what i do best is just hulk smash through everything so 
Um, it was a lot of fun going through the wall. That was probably one of the easier stunts. But the thing is, you you know, you don't really know where things are set up. They could put debris in there, and it could be either too hard or, or whatever it is could land on it. So, and you also don't know what's on the other side for the most part. So, yeah, um, you try and make it as safe as possible. Every now and then, there's there's a little hang up, but luckily on that one, we didn't have any issues. So, um, yeah. Wait, well, we're, we're yeah, over here fangirling over Peacemaker, which I do have more questions about, or at least more <laughs> sure. questions about Peacemaker. But dude, a building, well, I'm assuming a building fell on you in the suicide. Uh, no, that would have to be John. John. That was John? John, John did that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sick, what? Yeah, man, so. John did that building scene? Yes, yeah. So oh. um, John does, he does as much as he can, man. It, it, it usually it's down to producers and, and money. You know, and if John gets hurt for for a project and we're doing something, then that's, you know, 200, 250 people out of work for, you know, however long it takes for him to heal. If I get hurt, then they can just bring another guy in and they can keep the show running. Um, you know, so it's, it's I, I know that he wants to do a lot of events and I know that he's kind of like, you know, and sometimes he's like, no, bro, it's all you, you do it. I, I'm good. You know, and he's very, he's very good about that. He's very humble about it, um, which is cool um he's not like a lot of other actors he's very down to earth and he's like no bro he's like go go get him you know <laughs> so he knows it's fun for me um and I, I do enjoy it i do enjoy what i'm doing so that's awesome so of all the projects yeah. you've been on john or not john included what's like or maybe we haven't seen it yet maybe it's an episode that hasn't come out yet um what's the wildest stunt you've done or i should say the most dangerous uh, the most dangerous stunt um yeah, I mean, I think I, I did get injured on Peacemaker towards the end of the, the filming. Um, I tore my labrum, my rotator cuff, my shoulder, trying to perform a stunt. Um, and it was just something where, you know, it's um, it's called a goo trap. They, they put a, uh, a wire, a pick point on your hip, and it goes between your legs. And when they press the high system, you flip two or three times. Um, and I got tossed about 25, probably 25 feet straight to my shoulder. Um, the first two times we did it, I went... I was wearing a helmet. I went to my head, um, was able to roll out of it. And the third time we were like, oh, it's, you know, for some reason it's not doing what it did in rehearsal. Um, little I, did I know that pick point was just off just by a little bit. It should have been on the, the my left hip. It was actually in my center back. So that changes your trajectory, you know, completely. Um, and it's something I should have checked. I was just kind of got complacent towards the end of the film. And, um, you know, you're like ready for this thing. It was just like, oh, let's go. Let's fucking finish this. Just, just launch me and i should have taken my time and, and and checked but uh yeah that one put me out so that was a, that was probably no well, i'd say it's pretty dangerous you know you could just go straight to your head and break your neck and yeah. there's a couple times where i almost did um but uh i would i would have to say i think the balcony jumps were were pretty gnarly um i did something on the jack that i i can't really talk about but uh wait, 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 would, you say, was, would you say you did something on a what I did one of the stunts I did on the Jackie on the oh, Jackie, Jackie Chan, Chan film that okay. we did. Um, kind of almost got me killed, but <laughs> I'm here. I'm here, and, and Jackie actually saved auto. He corrected. It was a driving sequence, and he corrected last minute and pretty much saved my life. And then the second take, we nailed it. So um, I wish I, I could talk more about it, but you got to see the movie. And, What's and the I don't know when it if it's coming out. I think thing. it's going to be called Fubar. I believe it's going to be called Fubar. It should Fubar? be on IMDb. Okay, uh, Fubar. Oh, Fubar. Like, um, I think it's a military term. I think it, I think it means fucked up mission or something like that. Okay. Fubar, Fubar, something like that. Yeah, no, that's yeah. Cool. I'm gonna watch it. 
I, I have yeah, a question man. that I've always wanted to ask someone because I know there's one thing being obviously, you know, the the actor and one thing being the stunt, but you both get the exact same costume. Can you keep yeah. it? Are you keeping no. it? No. No. Unfortunately not, man. <laughs> the pants alone were $45,000 to make. Um, I can't imagine what the helmet was, you know, or the or the upper piece, the way that the, you know, props to the costume designers for the way so that they so tight. The top looks Dude, so they, tight. They had zippers on each side of the underneath the armpits and then a zipper down the middle of the back and then around the whole um, lower body, the, around the abdomen of the, of the shirt had like almost like bra strap connectors. Yeah. And then on the pants, they had bra strap, the other, the other half of the bra strap. So you would, you would literally strap your suit and you couldn't get out to go to the bathroom. You had to have somebody help you. Um, so it was it was skin tight. Um, luckily, it was warm because we we're filming in Vancouver and it was freezing cold most days. So it was almost like wearing a wetsuit. Yeah. Um, and then the other half, the flip side of it was, you know, it was almost like um, having having, you know, some kind of, you know, throughout the whole the whole filming was nice other than the naked fight, you know. So oh, I, um, I, I, that wait, that was you. Well, we did. I did some of the, the underwear fight yeah yeah so i did a couple scenes a couple of the um you know getting thrown through walls or getting smashed on the tables things like that what about when he got cut up um, when she was cutting him up with that knife no that was all john so you know and and i don't know i guess i can tell but it, and that's good that nobody can tell that it's switching in and out and i think that's that's the goal for a stunt guy is you you don't want people really to know it's you it's almost like back in the day which how it should still be is you you pride yourself on people not knowing that you were the double for an actor. If they watch the if they watch the film, they'd be like, oh, the actor did everything, you know. And that's yeah. kind of the goal that, you know. And I that's why I don't try and post. I post a couple things on Instagram. Nah, stuff, that, man, I'm throwing everyone. Yo, I'm John. Yeah, Cena's <laughs> <double>. <laughs> yeah, but you know, these people aren't paying my bills. John Cena's of, helping me pay my of course, bills, so of course, I'm gonna stay loyal to him, and you know, and he's the action star. And, and no, of course, know, I, I, I plan to keep it that way. So yeah, yeah, we'll make sure to we're not we'll not post this video. I'm kidding. No, no, um, no, dude, no, no, I'm joking. I, I mean, what I was gonna say I'm is, saying. I know because I know they offered Ben Affleck to buy the Batman suit, and it was like a hundred thousand dollars if you wanted it. Um, I would have done, done it right there. Sure. I would have done it. Yo, if I'm Ben Affleck <laughs> yeah. and I'm getting paid a million dollars yeah. for whatever it was, I'm Absolutely. buying that suit. Done. He didn't though, which was crazy to me. But um, you know, it's, I saw something uh, a couple weeks ago at how about he had a really bad experience the filming of Justice Man, League. He was just yeah, he was desperate to get out of it. And I'm just in my head, I'm like, dude, you have this this role that like billions of people would have would dream to do, would kill, you know, and, and kill for. Who, who knows what was going on at the time for Ben? Ben Affleck and what was going on in his life, but fuck, man, like that's an, that's an opportunity you got to kind of you got to cherish. Do you know you who know? Scott Adkins is? I do. Yeah, yeah. He he, he uh his audition for the Batman uh got leaked, and he was auditioning oh, for Batman before Ben Affleck, like at the same time for the same for that yeah. same Batman. Holy shit! If you look at that audition, like I love Ben Affleck, and I think he was a great Batman. But Scott yeah, Adkins totally. looked so sick. Like was, his, you know, aud- his audition was. <laughs> Scott nuts. Adkins is a is another kind of animal, man. That guy can yeah. move. He can do it all. And, and yeah, you know, it's, a, a he's, he's an impressive. Yeah, he's an impressive athlete, man. That guy. It, it'd be nice to see him in more in more action roles. Sure. Well, bro, I really, really appreciate you coming on. I, I have 
one last question before, before sure. I end this. have you kept anything uh, you know it's so hard um because that'd be like my because, number one thing to do like i'm just looking for something that's i'm stealing something it's it's one of those things where it's, you have to do it the right way if you want something you have to ask for it and a lot of the times there's reshoots and there's things like that so if you have something and they need it later um it, it becomes an issue or if you steal something you know you're right there that you lose your trust from you know your director or whoever you're working with so i do my one of my good buddies um who uh, actually worked with us on peacemaker he's his name's alex kiskovich he's uh he's ryan reynolds son double so he did all the deadpool stuff um and he got to keep uh one of the head uh, deadpool masks and two of the swords but oh you know shit. he asked yeah man he asked ryan reynolds and ryan reynolds was like absolutely here have this and he gave him all this so I think, uh, you know, well, ask John Cena just, for the Peacemaker helmet. I didn't have the balls. Yeah, I didn't have the balls <laughs> to ask for the Peacemaker helmet. But if we do a season two, you better believe I'm getting one of those things. Oh, is there anything? Is there so, any conversations? I'm hoping so. It's, it's you know, it's doing so well right now that I can't see it not having a yeah. season two. It's but we have so much We have so much on our for this year and, and um, coming up that uh, I just don't know when he's going to be doing it, you know, or when, I don't know. when we would have the opportunity. I don't know where I heard, but how, how many episodes is this season? Is it nine? It's eight. 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 Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm, I'm excited for the rest of Peacemaker, man. I'm excited. To, yeah, yeah. To, I, I know it's your job for us not to find out, but I'm going to be <laughs> looking out for which one is not John Cena. <laughs> yeah. It's only going to get wilder and crazier. And, you know, I can't wait. Freaking well, amazing. And so check it out, time. man.